Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Yeah, I do. Man, God is good. Hey, uh, today I just want to get right to it because this has really been uh, pressing me. Uh, I woke up and this was on my mind and I wanted to share it with you because I know this for a fact. See, I've, I've lived this for a fact. I. And, and, you know, uh, the majority of things I talk about in the morning uh, before we get started with the regular show is something that I've experienced. I, I can only tell you what I know. And so I've really, really understood why God has uh, had my life go the way that it's gone. Uh, because if I didn't have all these tests in my life, I didn't have all these tests that I passed, all these tests that I failed, if I didn't have all of those, the good and the bad, what could I share with you in the morning? What could I tell you about hanging? What could I tell you about failing and then winning? What could I tell you about hanging in there when all hope was gone? How, how could I share that with you unless I've had those moments myself? I don't care what happens to you. I don't care what you're going through. Don't you dare, dare give up. Under no circumstances. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. It is the biggest trick that the enemy has is making us think we ain't going to make it to uh 
water down the illusion that there's a possibility that you might still have a chance to get over. The biggest trick he uses is when you make a mistake and you fall, he gets you to start to thinking it's final, that there is no resurrection, there is no redemption, there is no recovery. He just makes you think it's final. He is the master deceiver. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what besets you, befalls you, trips you up, what circumstantial situations may arise. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. Because listen to me, these are tests that you are going through. And these tests, whether you pass the test or it appears that you failed the test, the test accomplishes the mission if you're smart about it. If you pass the test, let's say you're going through a situation and you get over and it goes the way you want it to do, then what you've learned is if you hang in there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, okay? Mission accomplished. If you fail the test and it doesn't go the way you want it and it goes the opposite and it turns out into a negative result and the response you were looking for is a no, that's not final. That doesn't mean it's over. That doesn't mean it's time to turn back. It simply means that now you have learned a valuable experience. You have learned a valuable lesson. You now know what not to do. You are now, because you know what not to do, another step closer to getting it right. Listen to me. It has to happen this way. You have to have the rain in your life to get the flowers in your life. You got to have the darkness in your life to appreciate the sunshine in your life. You got to have woes and worries to appreciate the joys. It is merely a test. So when you get through failing, and you get through stumbling, and you get through messing it up, all that's getting you one step closer to getting it right. Oh, my relationship ended. I'll never be able to find another person like that. Not only will you not be able, well, not only will you be able to find a person like that, you can find a person that far better than that if you don't give up. But see, sometimes you got to go through the bad ones to get to the good ones. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what happens to you. If you lose a loved one, and Lord knows I've lost some people I've loved dearly with every inch in me. I've lost my mother, my father, my brother, and my best friend. I don't know. I know people who have lost their children. Goodness, man, I can't even imagine that. But they kept on going. What you giving up for? Oh, I got you missing, and I got you grieving. But I got news for you. Don't you let the devil make you think it's over for you because somebody else ain't still here. It was their time. 
Now, I'm not trying to lessen the blow for you, but I'm trying to get you up on your feet so you can stop all this, oh, woe is me, because the things that's happening to you, you're not the first person it's happened to. Come on now, let's get a grip. Let's wrap your mind around this thing. You have got to move forward if it's just in memory of those people. I was on one of the commercial breaks the other day, and somebody asked me uh, something, and I forgot the question, but my answer was, I've always wanted my mother and father to be proud of me. And in their absence and their demise, I'm hoping just somehow, man, that they watching me, that they see their boy, that I'm down here, that I'm doing better, that I'm making something about myself, that I'm loving my wife, that I'm taking care of my kids. I just want my old man to see that about me. You know, I want my mother to see. I'm trying to get my life together over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a better person. My mama was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years. She's been praying for me for a long time. I just hope, man, and that's all I'm doing, is just hoping that they see me so they can be proud of me. See, you, 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 you got to understand that when you make these mistakes, that when you fall and stumble and you get it all so wrong, it ain't over for you. Don't you dare, dare, dare ever give up. Don't stop thinking, man, because it ain't happening just the way you want it to, that it ain't meant to be. Devil, he got so many tricks to deceive you. You know why you're being tested right now? Because there is no testimony without the test. You got to go through something. It's all good, man. Telling you. Just wanted to share that with you. Don't you give up out there. I don't care what's happening. Don't, 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 don't get deceived. The victory's coming. But you ain't going to get it if you quit. Hang on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Left my home in Georgia. Come on, boy. Headed for the Frisco Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're supposed to finish that. Come on now. You can't just stop Seem right Seems like nothing gonna come my Jesus. way. Well, <laughs> sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll away. Yeah. Ooh, Lord, sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. Love it. That's all I want to share. Okay. I knew the whistle was coming. I knew he couldn't avoid that part. <laughs> I mean, he paused. Yeah. I love yeah, that. His breath. There's <laughs> some kids right now. I don't know what that is right there. Mm-mm. Do you know what that is, Junior? Andy Griffith Show. Okay, yeah, okay. Boy, if you didn't know that, I was going to slap you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. You're in a good mood today. And the color for real. Oh, good morning. I like and, that. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? And then there was Junior, oh, Junior boy for me. Morning, everybody. <laughs> and the fool nephew, Tommy. Bing, bing, bing. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, yeah. Sir. Yeah. How you feel, Steve? So, Sounds like one good. of a kind. Feels good. 
Love of fairies. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's the kind of love that you read about in fairy tales. Look at Cat, Cat in there bouncing. Oh, that was a jam, man. Oh, wow. That was in my playlist. Well, you you just, know what you got me thinking, man? What? Woo! Freedom Friday, boy. That used to be back in the Man, let me tell you something. Freedom Friday, in case you all don't know, was on Fridays, I used to just sit in the booth. Sometimes we call Freedom Friday loose in the booth. Steve in there by himself, I would give the crew off. Mm-hmm. And on Fridays, I would just sit in the booth and play whatever I wanted to play and say whatever I wanted to say. And it was called Freedom Fridays. Or, bat- or, or battles. We had battles. Or the crew would battle. We would play a song and then the mm-hmm. other would try to top it. And mm-hmm. Sometimes it would be the ladies mm-hmm. against the guys. And- Carla know too much, though. I don't like battling her. She knew all no, of them. No, she used to humiliate you, Tommy. Genius over here. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy, she used to humiliate you. Oh, my you. God. She used to like me. Me and Shirley would go toe-to-toe, and then when it got to y'all, it'd be but we just started losing. Because Shirley knows some good songs now. Yes, she does. Oh, so Shirley was throwing out some hammer. I was, I was, it was hard for me to get Shirley a lot of times. But every you time we'll do it Tommy again came up with his uh-huh. one damn song, call it with crushes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Tommy. <laughs> All right, look, uh, Steve, your favorite segment is here today. Of course, it's Ask Steve. When we come back, get your questions ready, crew. 32 minutes after the hour, it's Ask Steve, and it's right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, your favorite segment, Ask Steve. Guess what time it is? Man, ready. It is time for Ask Steve. Ready. What you need? All right, here we go. Here's the first question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Steve, name something that you were really, really excited about. I mean, couldn't wait till it came out. When it came out, eh, didn't live up to the hype. Pink Panther. Oh, you wrong for that. <laughs> Pink Panther. Man. Worst damn movie. Man, I went to see Pink Panther. By some of how great that movie's going to what what am I doing in here? You know, you know, man, it was a detective movie. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. I don't even it was horrible. Oh, it's yeah. horrible. Peter Sellers, right? I, I hate every minute of that movie. That's the worst movie I've gone to that I thought was coming out. It was a long time ago, but it's amazing how that popped up, too, because uh-huh. I knew exactly. Man, it's the like you. The old one or the, or the remake with Steve Which one are you talking about? Which one? Oh, no, 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 the old one. Oh, the, oh okay. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Tell us how you really feel. Right. <laughs> All right, well, there okay. you go, Shirley. All right, Tommy, <laughs> thank you, Steve, for that. Tommy, yeah. Let me up. think, let me think. Uh... What is a story that you've been waiting to share, mm. but no one has asked the right question? Man. There's so many. That's a tough one, man, because I've shared a lot of stories. Yeah, you're, you're a storyteller. Story yeah. yeah. And, and I love it. telling love. stories, too. Mm-hmm. So yes, you do. It's like it excites me to tell stories because it's just in my blood to tell stories. That's how my whole career has been comedically. I'm not a joke writer. I'm a storyteller. I'm a, I paint pictures. I got that from Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. a, such a vivid picture painter. That you no tell what, us a story now. Yeah, I mean, you know, whether you knew 
uh, what he was talking about precisely or if you had it in your memory bank, it didn't matter or it was an experience of yours, it didn't matter. His ability to paint a picture mm-hmm. of the wino standing in the street oh, yeah. that booked the numbers didn't need pen or paper stood in the middle of the street directing traffic. That 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 story he was telling man, was like phenomenal. All right, Steve, at this point, I'm going to remind you, please, to keep your answers as brief as possible. So that we was get as, as many brief as possible. Questions More in. Story. You, you know what, Cheryl? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was a story question. Excuse me. Come on. <laughs> you know. Carla, your turn. You're up. All right, here you go. If you could add 10 years to your life or $10 million to your bank account. Oh, come on. No, That's give me the 10 years. Hands down. Give yeah. me the 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I'll make yeah. that. Hey, man, give me them 10 years. Mm. Maybe I should ask Tommy that one. <laughs> <laughs> Which would you choose? Because I can answer that for Tommy right now. Uh-huh. If you gave Tommy $10 million, he'll take it and fake his death in front yes. of his family. Yes, <laughs> yes. <Hell>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <And> start over. <laughs> Junior, what you got? Oh, Carla, yo, you already asked her. I did, and I did it. Yeah, my money was good. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So, um, you you you've been around a minute, man. What is something that was way better about fifteen years ago? Something that you just knew was way better. I need a little bit more time than that because I would say music. Oh, music. That's a good answer, Steve. A little bit more than fifteen, and I'll tell you, it was music. Yeah, that was two thousand four. Oh no, I. Didn't. <laughs> no, music was to me in 2004. I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> Didn't seem like it. Wow, 15, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Time is moving. It really yeah. is moving. It really yeah. is. You know, I want to remind you, Shirley, yeah. that these questions should come along at a lot quicker pace. <laughs> All right, here we go. Steve, how do you how do you how do you live dangerously? You know, is there something you do that's a little edgy, dangerous? Mm-hmm. How how do you Just, live that way? I mean, what do you, you know, do? You don't do. Yeah, he's pretty safe. You're a pretty safe yeah. guy. A, a, a damn yeah. show ain't his taxes. He makes yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not swimming, none of that. Hell no, uh-uh. swimming with sharks. Ain't Bungie no skydiving. Uh-huh. Ain't no you know learning mm-hmm. how to fly no plane. Uh, probably the most adventurous thing I do is uh, I stand on the edge of a boat when it's moving. It's <laughs> <laughs> about, about as out there as I get. Woo, this boat moving. <laughs> Steve, it's slow, but it's moving. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty safe, though, Steve. You yeah, are. Yeah. yeah, you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, come on, Tommy, you're up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What... Bogus award did you win in high school? Did you ever win a bogus award in high school? Yeah, I won most difficult. <laughs> Shows that's up today. That ain't bogus. That's that's on point, ain't it? That's the only one I won. So. <laughs> <laughs> ain't well, win nothing else. How were you difficult in high school? What were you doing? I mean, I just, I ain't get it, man. I ain't like nobody at my school. So, what, you know, why we in here? What, what, what is this studying for? I ain't learning nothing. <laughs> And it, when are we graduating so I can turn the page and get on with my life? Which I immediately <laughs> went and started destroying it right away. <laughs> right after high school, I started destroying my life personally. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, man. Tore it up. 
Mm-mm-mm. And I'm telling my went on a tail. <laughs> but look at you now. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. It, it worked out. It worked uh, out. I am slowly becoming the person I, person I should have been a long time ago. That's, oh, yeah. It's a damn shame, really. <laughs> All right, do we have uh, time for one more quick one, Carla? Come on. All right, here we go. What is the one thing that you always fight about with your significant other? One thing, quickly. What? What's in my backyard? Oh, that's right. She be, she be throwing some cold stuff back oh, there. What the hell is this? What is that? <laughs> yeah. Baby, baby, why do we have that out here? How's this for the grandkids? I don't want no more grandkids. <laughs> All right, coming up more fun. Run that prank back with the nephew in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? Yo house. Is my house. Well, then my mortgage your house is your mortgage. <laughs> is my house. It's 2020. Got one for you right here. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Russell. Yeah, this is Russell. Hi, Russell. I'm Isaiah. I'm a uh, a realtor, real estate. And I'm I'm trying to do some schematics. I I'm think I'm, I'm calling the right house. I'm not quite sure. Are you West Dixie Road? Uh, yeah, that's me. Okay. Just a reference to. How many square feet is your house, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, it's about 3,500 square feet. I don't know if this is the right house or not. Is this, do you have a deck out in the back, a, a all-weather type of deck out in the back? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, what do you, what do you, what do we, what's this about? Okay. How, how, if you don't mind me, uh, Russell, how, how long have you lived there? Yeah, my man, I, I've already asked you twice, and you're asking me for, like, personal information on my crib. What, what's this a reference to? Okay, well, like I said, I'm a realtor, and I'm trying to get ahead of some things that's going on. And, um, ahead if you're, of what? If you're, well, it's been brought to my attention that your house is going to be, is going into foreclosure, and it's going to be on the, on the market in the next two two to three weeks. So I wanted to make well, sure I, then, I was th- getting the right house, and I wanted to make sure well, nah, then, I knew then, all this. Sc- and you got the wrong house. My 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 house is not going to foreclosure. I'm up to date. I'm good. So well, you got you well, definitely well, got the wrong house. Okay, hang on. So West Dixie Road, and like you said, 3,500 square feet. This is a two car garage, right? I, I don't know. I don't know what information you're getting, but when it comes to my name. In my crib and what's going on with my bills and all that, I'm up to date and and I'm fine. So you got the wrong information, you got the wrong the wrong person or the wrong information on the right house, whatever it is. But this is not this, my house is definitely not going into foreclosure. Well, this I'm on top is of my for... bills like it's my woman. You get me? So I so, no. so my whole thing is is I don't even know why you're calling. My house is definitely not for sale. It's not on, not on for, going to foreclosure. I'm not behind on my bills. Well, sir, I'm, I'm telling good. you what my books say, and this is our, I'm looking at legitimate, this is legal books, paperwork. Money. Yo, what I'm trying to tell you is this. I don't care about your books. Read what I'm, read, read what I'm writing to you. I'm up to date on my mortgage. You're just a realtor. So my whole thing is you're not, nobody's selling my house. My house is not. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Let's back, let's back up. Let's go back to just a realtor. You're not going to talk to me like that. Now I'm a realtor, and I'm a person that's 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 on top of my game. Your house is going into foreclosure. Now you can be in denial if you want to be, but I'm just trying to get on top of everything and get you know try to sell the house as soon as uh, it hits the market. So I know what it's I'm not doing. Be on you the don't know. Until I sell my man. Look, my is not in, my ain't going into foreclosure, dude. So 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 if I'm looking I at paperwork here, that, I, I, why I, am I, I looking at paperwork that has your address on it, sir? 
that that sounds like a personal problem. Obviously, you're not on top of your well, game. It, it, no, the personal well, problem is going to be yours when they when they come put you out your house. This says foreclosure at your address. Man, yo, look, I try to tell you, man, don't knock on my door, don't call my, don't call, none of that. Shit. Nobody's coming to my house, knocking on the door, trying to put me out my house. I, and and on top of that, a foreclosure takes a long time. I'm well, that's what I mean. This is this is this is this has been in there a long time. It's coming up in the next couple of weeks. That's what I'm telling you. The, what what paperwork do you have? I am looking what, at paperwork. What, what, what bank? What do you even do? You even know what bank is is selling the house or trying to put me in foreclosure? You're not. Are you with? Do you are you with First Fidelity? That's not your concern. Okay. Well, you just asked me, sir. You just asked me. That's no what's on this paperwork. In the foreclosure. You got the wrong yep. paperwork. You got the wrong address attached to somebody else's shit. Okay. This is your address. It is the right square footage. It is the right I house, know sir. I'm fing entertaining you right now, my man. I'm telling you, I'm not, my shit isn't going into foreclosure. Okay. You know what? You're getting angry with me, but really, if you'd have paid your bills, you wouldn't be in this situation. You know what I mean? Are you paying your bills? I'm paying my bills, but evidently you're not paying yours because you're on your way into foreclosure. And now you're getting upset with me when I'm just a realtor calling, trying to trying to catch. Like funny to me. This is funny. I'm on my fucking deck handling my business barbecue right now, dude. I I'm not this zero less than zero fear of me going into foreclosure. The attitude is not necessary. Matter of fact, this is probably. me with this Get the. This is probably your last barbecue on the deck. So enjoy that. Look, you come over here and you call me again. You'll be on the grill. You got me. All I'm telling you is this right here, bro. They come in to close your house out in two weeks. All I wanted was the schematics on your house. That's all I wanted. Well, obviously, you have all the information you need. You already know more about what's going on with my personal affairs than I do. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a problem if somebody knocks at my f***ing door. Okay, well, I need to come over and take a look at that. I'm not getting foreclosed on. That's not how it works. All right, I need to come over and take some pictures of the house. So is that going to be Get off the Internet. Get her off the internet, but you got the wrong. House. I need to come in. I need to come inside, sir, and see the condition of the house. <laughs> you got, you got, you, 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 you with me, right? I'm not going into foreclosure. I'm up to date with all my. Shit. You're not coming to my house. You're not getting inside the house. Okay. You don't know okay. what the you're talking about. Well, I tell you what, your 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 coworker Michaela, she thinks she seems to think different. Michaela, don't you work with Michaela? Uh, yeah. What's Michaela got to do with this? Michaela got me to call you, baby. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Russell, you been <laughs> pranked, baby. You been <laughs> pranked, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man. I'm like, man, I got my up to date, man. What the you talking about? <laughs> I'm up to date, man. You oh. up to date, baby? So even through the pandemic, you still up to date? I'm up to mother date, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020, man. Tell me this. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yes, sir, baby. You up to date, baby. You up to date. Wow. You got that right. <laughs> Play way too much. Man, he told you said, baby, mm-hmm. he you come over here if you want to. You gonna be on the grill. Yeah, <laughs> man. Oh my goodness. I tell you what. Come here in two. If you come out, knock on my door in two weeks, gonna be a problem. Yeah. <laughs>
situation, huh? Dog, full blown. Uh, Just need you know. All right, come on, man. Uh, I'm on top of my bills. I'm on top of my bills like I am my woman. Come on, man. Yes, yeah, I ain't, yeah, never, yes, heard, I ain't yes. never heard that yeah. before. Uh-uh. Yeah, that was my line now. Oh, wow, Tommy. Uh. Woo! You be pushing yeah, the button. Yeah, Tommy. That, that was scary. <laughs> Push the button, about? baby. He you said, hey, man, hey, hey, man, hey, man. Hey, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I done asked you twice. Uh-huh. Who are you? Now, there ain't, ain't no more personal business. What, 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 what you want? Yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then Tommy tried to get offended. Just the realtor. Shut up. You're not going to talk down to me. Well, he didn't told you, though, man. You got all the wrong information, man. All that's the wrong information. Right. Uh, but I'm going to come yeah, take you. But I done gave him all the right information, though. Uh, okay. They're all good, though, King of Pranks. Yeah. I was trying to be stupid for y'all. I just work hard at trying to be stupid for y'all. Some of them he'd be going too far, Shirley. Don't tell him that. Some of this is just too too damn much. (laughs) His life is in danger, a couple of them. Okay. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Inviting a date, uh, Steve, back to your home is certainly a big step, you know, in the relationship when you've moved it on to that level. And as you can imagine, there are definitely things that you can do to make sure that visit leaves a lasting impression. And I'm talking about in a good way, okay? For example, for men to go to a woman's home, definite turn-ons include a nice-smelling home. Everyone likes, you know, when you walk mm-hmm. in, the house smells good, mm-hmm. books on display, things like that. So, Steve, I have to ask you, what things turn you on and turn you off when you visit your date's home for the first time? Think back, guys. You know, I like a woman's house mm-hmm. that's clean. Thank you. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's it. In, that is number one for and me. And your house be clean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. If your house nasty mm-hmm. and I'm over here for the first time and we're looking at first impressions, uh-huh. my impression immediately is you nasty. Now, fellas, when she come over your house, she has the right to expect the, the same, same thing. Thank you. Yes, sir. Here's a, a suggestion I have for men. If you're going to have a woman over your house, hide your medicine. Your medicine? Your medicine? Yeah, just put it up. Don't, don't put what it. Kind of you can't medicine? explain medicine all the what time. What did you own? <laughs> Yeah, if you got any medicine, hide it. I don't care if it's Celebrex. Most yeah. people don't know what that is. It sounds real close to, you know, yeah. like VD. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Anything start with Cella. Yeah. 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 You gotta sell it. You gotta put that up. Claps. Cause you can't explain this to people that's out of your house. Cause most medicine you can't pronounce anyway. So what is this Anatavia in your cabinet? <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds real. Sick. I don't know no damn Anastasia. I said Anatavia. <laughs> oh, that's yogurt. <laughs> what? Activia. It's in your medicine cabinet. You don't even know what it is because right. you can't pronounce your own medicine. Mm. What is you taking testosterone for? <laughs> <laughs> she just coming out with a whole bunch of bottles. She just saw it. What is you taking testosterone for? Right. And your breast is hanging, though. Yeah. <laughs> she come out there, you done bought some Chinese remedy. She come out. What is black cat? <laughs> Steve, did you say, though, that this girl you were dating was so gorgeous and you went over her house and she had roaches or something? Didn't you tell yeah. us a story about yeah. that? Yeah, I've told yeah. that story, but I yeah. did another one one time. 
met this girl mm-hmm. at all <laughs> in college. Uh-huh. Lord, she was fine. Mm-hmm. Creole girl, my brother told me how to get her, and he gave me some money to take her out. So I told her to pick a restaurant. She picked a Creole restaurant. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 17. I ain't had no Creole food, so I'm in. Uh-huh. I go in there. She done ordered all this spicy stuff, etouffee, all this, but spicy though. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm eating stuff, man, ain't never been in my system before. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm taking her home and my stomach is turning. So we get at the front of her house, I'ma walk her to the door. She said, come on in for a little while, my mama and them gone. Now, my mama had told me, when your stomach is tore up, try to go home. Yes. Yeah. Don't that put that in nobody else's house. Great advice. Good advice. Yes. yes. But she was so fine, I just <clears throat> said, well, man, let me go on in here for a little while. Because what kind of man would I be? Fine chick invite you in, and mama and daddy ain't there. Let me at least go on in here. Something. But your stomach. Mm-hmm. I mean, really? Shirley, this a girl. <laughs> Every man would have went in there. Everyone. Oh, okay. So I'm sitting there on the okay. couch, we watching TV. My stomach is turning. I can hear it. So I said, can I go to the bathroom? Oh, she Lord. said, second door on the left. I go in there, and Lord have mercy. The walls of Gibraltar. <laughs> what? Coming the down. walls of Gibraltar. <laughs> I done grabbed the tile rack in front of me to just try to hang on. I'm twisting the guest tile in my hand like I'm wringing it out. I done knocked the toilet tissue holder off the wall. Screws out everything. I done kicked over the trash can. She could hear this, right? I don't hear it. She wasn't feeling what I was feeling. Uh But I'm using the bathroom so much that it's alarming to me. Yeah. (laughs) I've actually put more in there than I've ever put in there in my life prior to. I think we got the picture. We got it. We got it. I didn't know. Don't don't stop my story, Shirley. (laughs) (laughs) This is for Junior and Tommy. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I'm filling the bowl up. So finally I'm done to my relief. But I'm sweating, though. (laughs) I'm talking about I'm in there. You see your shirt? I'm talking about shirt wide open. (laughs) I I had unbuttoned my whole shirt. (laughs) It's wide open. I had hung my pants up on the back of the so door. Because yeah. I, I use the bathroom like my daddy. I always hang my pants and drawers up on the but back of the door. Because I'm not getting Yeah. That, you, you don't ever do use the bathroom. But I got my shirt on. But I didn't open it up because it's hot. I got just, just water coming down out the front. So I stand up and I flush the toilet. Now I'm putting my clothes on. But you know how you're waiting to hear that sound? Yeah. Uh-huh. That. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's I don't gone. hear it. It's swoosh. Yeah. All I hear is the swirling. Oh. And I turn around and, the, and it's rising. <laughs> it's rising? Oh, my God. And I'm asking God oh to not God. to do this to me today. Oh I know you praying. I'm asking God, don't not today, Lord. We, no, we have to not have, in here. We have to have a part three. This ain't the time for this. The whole time, dog. Hang on, Steve. Lord, stop this swirl from rising. In, in your name, right Father God. Boy praying, you ain't man. ever heard me. Hear me now, oh God. Steve.
We have to go. But I, Jesus, drill it in. Stop and- this swirl. <laughs> but it's steady coming. Oh God. Part two, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, Steve. All right, uh, I'm back. Just catch up. <laughs> I'm over this fine girl house, stomach yeah. tore up, then mm-hmm. ate Creole food, 17, should have went home to use the bathroom, like sat in her house because she fine. Now I'm in here using the bathroom, and all hell done broke loose in here. Come on, I'm boy. in here naked, sitting on the corner with just my shirt on, because I like to sit wide naked. I like to be open and free, and I need it because I had to brace myself a couple times. But she never came in there to knock on the door to check No, anywhere. not check. She oh. coming. That's coming in the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I get up. I finally get through, but I've noticed that I've put more in the bowl than ever before. Oh, so I'm a little bit concerned with them sheer volume. Uh-huh. So I flush the toilet as I'm putting my pants back up on me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm waiting to hear that. Yeah. But I don't hear it. And I look back <laughs> and it's rising. Oh, Lord. It's just Lord, going Lord. in a slow circle. Oh, so I go in, I go to my Heavenly Father. <laughs> <laughs> Father God. Pray on me, Lord, boy. Pray on me, Lord. Now, Lord. Pray hard, Lord. Stop this rising time. Well, somehow, don't let this swirl get up by the top. But he didn't hear me that day. Yeah. I guess it was a lesson. <laughs> it's a lesson. So, next thing I know, it's at the very top of the toilet. Oh my God. And it's oh about gosh. to flow over. Oh, oh. So now I don't know what to do. Uh-uh. So I look down and it's a trash can. Oh, uh-huh. So I dip the trash can down in it. Oh. And I got a trash can full of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I pull the shower curtain back <laughs> and throw it in the bathtub. Oh my God. <laughs> But here comes some more. So I had to take another trash can full of it and throw another trash can in the bathtub. And here comes some damn more. So now I realize they toilet is broke. They toilet is broke and backed up. And it started going back down. So then I say, I got to get some water and put it in here. So I started running water in the... Oh, trash can to, to pour oh. it down there and make the water go clean. Uh-huh. Right, so right, I finally right. did that. Yeah. And I said, thank you, Lord. Uh-huh. And I looked over uh-huh. and the damn bathtub yeah. is trite. <laughs> <laughs> shower curtain is trite. I look up. Man. It's on the wall. Wait, wait, oh, hold wow. on. It's on the wall. Part four, part four. Hold this, on. This is Steve Hall. In the bathroom. Yeah. Part four coming up right after this. Trap in the bathroom. Part four. It's on the walls, the shower curtain, and the bathtub. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve trapped in the bathroom. Part four. Yeah. I done bailed out three buckets, uh, trash cans of pure mess. Uh, then throwed it in the shower. Gross. So when I get all of the water back in the toilet where I got it sometime and the water clean, I said, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I look over. The damn bathtub is trifling. <laughs> so now I cut these people's shower on. Yeah. These and I'm washing down the walls, uh-huh. yeah. the shower curtain with the shower. 
The girl comes up to the door because I've been in here now about 45 minutes. Whoa. Oh, oh, I'm up for a long time. So she said, you okay in there? Everything's fine. <laughs> This ain't going good. She said, it sound like something wrong in there. Get away from the door. She had to get away from the door. She said, well, okay. It's my house. house. So I'm in there. It's this too late, but I noticed they got a candle in the bathroom. Oh. I light it. Oh, I light the candle, start yeah. striking matches and running tap water. Okay. That's what my mom always told me. Strike some matches and run some tap water. Uh-huh. It'll help you get rid of odor. Okay. So okay. I'm in there. But now I'm washing down shower curtains, walls, <laughs> the bathtub, getting up stuff off the floor. <laughs> I'm just in here. <laughs> now, now, you probably say, Steve, what is you washing it down with? Well, yeah, yeah, that's what we're well, probably saying. Well, wasn't no paper towels in there. Uh-huh. But that tile rack that I had grabbed when I first sat down and was twisting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They guest tiles. <gasps> the pretty ones no, with the lace no. and the flowers <laughs> and the yeah, on it. Yeah. 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 That's what I washing it down with. <laughs> Not my good towels. My- now this tile is brown. Because <laughs> oh, I can't whisk it all out. Because it would have What color was it when it started? Pink. <laughs> They was pink. This is awful. Now the towels is running. I done washed all the walls down, everything. I'm in there sweating. You work. My ass been on a construction site. You are working. working uh-huh. So I've been in there total about damn near an hour. Uh-huh. So I pull, I fasten my clothes. I look at the bathroom. I got everything up. Uh-huh. But I got this big nasty ass towel, uh-huh. and I don't know what to do with it. Uh-huh. So I take it, put it in the waste paper can that I've been bailing with uh-huh. and stuck all that under the sink. <laughs> oh. okay. yeah. Yeah. I figure this ain't finna be good no how. Yeah. But at least when they come in here, they go, it's gonna take a moment. Of, Cause I know when you go in there, you are gonna have to say, what the hell happened yeah. here? Cause I couldn't remember how the shower curtain was or none of that. Uh, uh. And I got, I look, I'm telling you, I got everything off. Right, right. So I walk down the hallway. Uh-huh. She's sitting on the couch with an attitude. Of course she has yes. an attitude. Her arms folded. Yes, Then she looked at me and she said, why you been in there so long? Uh, right. I, said, I had a little accident. Then she said, oh my God, look at you. Uh-huh. What was wrong? I didn't realize. Uh-uh, uh-uh. But when, I, I, when I was bailing, Oh all that mess into the shower, it was splashing oh on my pants below my knee. God, I ain't had time to look at this because I'm on too busy cleaning up their damn house. Now I look down, it's just specks oh and splash marks of mess from my Jeez. knee down. My pants was trifling. I looked at her, she looked at me and she said, Oh my God, look at you. What have you been doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> what did you say? I looked at her and said, You ain't got to talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> and and walked out the front door and slammed it. Never came it ain't, back. Went in there and got in my car, had to ride home with all my windows down. Because <laughs> I stink. I smell like a skunk sitting oh. in that car. Oh, God. And drove yeah. home. Oh. And that girl saw me on the campus next day, and all her girlfriends was looking at me. I act like I had never met her. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my Steve Harvey's. 
Wow. Trapped. Trapped in, in the, the bathroom. bathroom. All right. How are uh, you now? <laughs> All right, nephew Tommy coming up next oh. with uh, the prank phone call. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, you're not going to believe my strawberry letter for today. Uh, the subject is you can't have your cake and eat it too. But wait till you hear it. <laughs> right now, though, the nephew's in the building with uh, today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? I want to date your mom. Oh, see, right there. <laughs> I want to date your mom. Steve, how would you do it again, please? Uh, today's prank is I want to date your mother. See? That's it? <laughs> Ain't nothing what in there. What do you need? Yeah. Put some prank on that. Put something on that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how to prank because obviously you're the king of it, but I was just talking about the introductions could use a lot of work. <laughs> you got to put some more flavor on that. Try now, again. see, the flavor is in the prank. Yeah, but put know. some seasoning on that intro, though. Yeah, see, that's, that's where you and I differ. And so, once again, just do what you want to do. All right. Guys. Right. I, 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 I'm sorry, I can't. I want to date your mom. <laughs> well, do you, man. Run it. Boo. <laughs> Hello? Hello? I'm trying to reach, uh, I'm trying to reach Miss Burns. This is James. This is her son. Uh, how, how you doing, man? My name is Gordon. Gordon. I just recently joined the church, man, within the last month, and I was trying to get in touch with, with Miss Burns. Uh, one of the members gave me a number, but I guess they, they must have gave me the wrong number, I guess. Is, is this a home number, or what? what is this? Oh, hold up, hold up. Who, 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 who is this again? My name is Gordon. Gordon. I'm, I'm, I'm a new member at the church. Yeah. Uh, uh, is this your number? Yeah, man. This is my phone number. I'm James. I'm her son. Oh, that's your mom. Okay, that's your mother. Right. All right. Well, yeah, my bad, man. I was trying to get in touch with Miss Burns. Now, is, do you have a um a cell or a home number somewhere I can get in touch with Miss Burns? Wait, wait, tell me, tell me, tell me. You, you, your name is what? Gordon. 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 Right. I just joined the church, man. So I might not have met you yet, James. Okay. Well, God bless you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Is, is there any way I can get your mom's uh, home number from you? Uh, I mean, you, you just joined the church. I mean, I don't. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to talk to her. I mean, is there anything, is there a message I could pass on to her, though? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see if it's all right for uh, for me to take her out. I, I've been seeing her for the last hold up, year hold since up, hold, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me now, you, you were just saying that you were a new member to the church, and somebody gave you, or they were attempting to give you my mother's number, and you're asking me if you could take her out, man? Well, I wasn't asking you. I thought I had her phone number. I guess they gave me your number by mistake. Uh, you know, that's my reason for calling. I thought I was going to get her. I want to take her out, you know, maybe to dinner or something. Uh, well, I'll be quite honest, man. I just came back home from overseas from fighting and everything, man. And, uh, I mean, you know, my pops just passed away not too long ago. And I ain't, you know, I ain't too keen on my mama going out with somebody. And besides, you, you don't even sound like you her age. She in her 60s, man. How old are you, man? I'm 36. Get the hell out of here. You How old, man? I'm 36. I'm 34. What the f*** is you doing? You, you do realize my mom is pushing 60, right? Well, you know what, man? I, I look at it like uh, James, right? James, I look at it like, it's, you know, age ain't nothing but a number, man. It, it, it's what's in your heart, man, and how you carry yourself, you know? Yeah, but so my mom, but it, hey, 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 but my mom ain't no cougar like that, and I know she ain't coming after you right now. I remember her telling me that she trying some new things at this church. But going out with some that's 30, 30, 
little baby, man. Sir, I'm, like sir, my... I'm thirty. I'm thirty-six, dude. Man, you you like my brother or something, man? Ain't nowhere in the world my mama gonna be dating. Well, okay, 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 James, James. So let me say this, man. First of all, I didn't even know I was calling you. Second of all, I'm calling to speak with her. I'm not calling trying to get permission from you. Miss Burns is a grown woman. Miss Burns can decide. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out. Now, I don't think you heard me, man. I just came back from fighting overseas. My pops passed away not too long ago. I am the man of the house. Let's get that straight right now. All right. I don't care if I'm still living at home or not. I'm the man of this house, all right? You calling to ask my mama on a date? Okay. Yeah, you might as well just stick to church, dog, because, you know, as I said, be blessed. But it ain't going to be no blessings from me to you. I tell you that right now. Okay. I'm not looking for a blessing from you at all, brother. You might now, want now, to now, look I got, for I, a I blessing. But I respect the fact that you've been overseas and you've been fighting for this country, okay? But if I decide I want to... Uh, speak to Miss Burns about going out. I think Miss Burns has every right to decide if she would like to go out with Gordon or not. And Gordon wants to take her out. I just Hold the up. Hold the up. Look, bro, I don't care how old you say you are, all right? Number one, you too young, as I already mentioned, all right? This ain't going down with you and my mom. Straight up. Hey, man, that's for your mama to decide. No, no, no. You, you bringing up my mama, you letting the word your mama come out your mouth again, that's going to get you mama go to and and it ain't gonna be her and you you ain't gonna be asking her out all right i don't give a what it takes i will show up on sunday catch your in the pulpit or wherever you're gonna be sitting in the back in the choir it don't matter something is going down you are not gonna get with my mama like that you got that that's up for your mama to decide if your mama want to go out with me to have dinner ain't nothing wrong I'm with that man I'm, I'm, I'm deciding it right now it ain't gonna happen i told you before be blessed or get your whooped. You got two choices, all right? I didn't fight overseas three years to come back and also deal with my daddy dying and then come back. Man, I'm suffering from PSD, dog. I don't know what the I'm going to do unless you want to get it like that. Suffer from what? A PSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome, and I will release all that on you. You got that? Uh, I don't play that. Hey, hey, man, listen, I don't want no trouble. It don't matter to me. You can catch it. Okay, look, man, listen, I ain't trying to have no trouble out you, man. All I'm going to say is this right here. I'm a, I'm a, I'll am I'm talk to your mom on Sunday, okay? You ain't going to talk to me. Are you not hearing me, man? I'm, uh, okay. I'm going crazy right now. Okay, can I say this? Can I say one more thing to you, man, before you explode? You ain't got nothing else to say. I got one more thing before you explode, man. Is you listening? Yeah, man. James? What? Hey, man, I want to tell you this, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your mama <laughs> got me to prank phone call you. Get the f- out of here. Is this who? <laughs> hey, man, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your mama told me, she said, my son been overseas. He's been fighting. I'm glad to have him home. She said, we got to get him back in the spirit of laughing. Man, my mama, are you are you kidding me, man? We got you good. We listen to this show overseas, man. <laughs> First of all, I got to say thank you for fighting for this country. I want to ask you one more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, nothing but the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> Get it overseas and in the States, dog. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did I go too far, sir? 
you all you know you did. Yes, you played too much. You already know. Mamas need love too, though, don't. Of course. We're both mothers. I wish you would talk about dating mine. I might call you next week. <laughs> I might call you next week. <laughs> see, that's just, see, that's you too far. But you go too far a lot. That's you. Bro. Right there you at know. that edge. But he right usually goes to the edge. He, he steps over it. Sometimes. Yeah. You. You think I'm up a boy? Yes. No, no, perfectly. <laughs> My God, you're terrific. Is this reverse psychology? Speech? Y'all ain't, y'all. No, it don't matter. Don't, psychology don't work with him. <laughs> We're getting ready to get to the strawberry letter, okay? Up next, the subject, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time now for today's strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today. So before I actually read the letter, I have to do a disclaimer here and ask you, please listen to the entire letter. It is not what you think, okay? It's going to get a little crazy in the middle, but stick with me. All right, please. Thank you. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, you can't have your cake and eat it Two. All right, one more time. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been dating a guy for six months and he's one of the sweetest men that I've ever met. This weekend, he disclosed some information to me and I need your opinion. He and I met when I moved out of my condo. He was the supervisor of the moving company that I used, and he was very professional and handsome, and when he asked me out, I accepted. We started out as friends, and now we're in a relationship. On our first date, he said his favorite thing about me was my skin tone and how soft and supple it looks. I had not had that much attention in a while, so I was overjoyed. Whenever we go out, he caresses my skin with his great big hands and kisses my shoulders and neck. We finally got intimate over the weekend, and it was everything I hoped for. I had hoped for. But then it got tricky. Here we go. After sex, we were lying in bed, and as usual, he was rubbing on me and kept saying how he loves my skin. He then whispered to me, I just want to eat you. I giggled and turned to look at him, thinking he wanted to go for round two. But then he said to me, no, I literally want to eat you. I looked at this man and asked him to repeat himself. He said he fantasizes about eating a part of a woman's body, and it's a big fetish that he has not been able to live that out. He elaborated that overseas it's a big thing where a man will take part of a woman's buttocks and eat it. What? He he said he's been fascinated by cannibalism since he was young, but this is just a fetish and nothing serious. What? What? Wait, wait. You heard me. Hey, well, no. I was was thinking (laughs) something else. Okay. Right, that's what I said. That's what I said. (laughs) 
said he's been fascinated. Let me get through the letter, please, Steve. He said he's been fascinated by cannibalism. Cannibalism? Yes, since he was young. But that, uh, but this is just a fetish and nothing serious. So, I need to know if this is really just a fetish or should I run before it's too late? Have you ever heard of such? I'm falling for this guy, but I don't want to end up with my butt in a frying pan. Please help me. Okay, I mean, all I could say initially is what? Uh, WTH? I, I mean, really, did I read this correctly? Like, you know, you said in the letter, did you hear this correctly? People don't eat people. Uh, that's not what we do. What is he talking about? I mean, this is a fantasy he hasn't been able to live out yet. Uh, listen, sure, he could be just kidding, and this could just be a fantasy, and he doesn't really mean this. Sure. A booty burger? I, I mean, he could just be kidding, but but why take this chance? I, I mean, seriously, he, he knows too much about it. He's researched it. Uh, no, to answer your question, we've never heard of such cannibalism and things like this. I mean, we know what it is, of course, but we haven't literally heard of anyone doing this. And yes, I would run. He sounds too freaky. I, I mean, freaky. yeah, he sounds too freaky, freaky and crazy to me. That's not freaky to you? No, no. That's, that's beyond. That's, that's beyond. Yeah. That's beyond. Hey, yeah, hey, it's beyond. Let her finish the letter. Yeah, it, it's beyond. Uh, he he wants to literally eat you. It, it, the term is called vererophilia, if you guys want to know. Vererophilia. All right. Yeah, I know that. Uh, you know that. All right, Steve. I, I'm done. I, I think she should run. This is too crazy. Well, let's go over the letter and just go along on the journey mm-hmm. that this letter was taking us on. They six months. Yeah. Dating this man, one of the sweetest men she ever met. You know, he was a supervisor of a moving company that moved her, professional, handsome. And so he asked her out. She said, all right. Well, they started out as friends, but they in a relationship now. Because on the first date, he told her the first thing he loved about her was her skin. <laughs> her skin tone. How soft and subtle it looked. Girl, the attention about to drive this girl crazy. She was overjoyed. When we go out, he be caressing your skin with his great big hand. Because them, them furniture moving hands. You know, he got them big-ass hands. He picking up refrigerators, couches. Yeah. You know, this big man-ass hand. <laughs> Kissing all over your shoulder. You got intimate over the weekend, and Lord Jesus. Woo, it was everything. Mm-hmm. Then it got tricky. After sex, y'all was laying in bed. You know, just like, oh, he was just rubbing on you. Kept saying, love your skin. Then he whispered, I just want now, we've all heard this before. <laughs> Careful. All right, Most grown-ass men before. Hang yeah. on, Steve. Hang on. Uh, we'll have part oh, two. Lord. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Uh, subject of today's letter, you can't have your cake and eat it too. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's get back into the letter. <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Let's recap. Ain't no damn recap. She <laughs> didn't got the movie company, boy. She done fell in love with. And he out on the date with her. 
Talking about the favorite thing about her was her skin tone and how soft and subtle. Oh, she hadn't had this kind of attention in a while. She was overjoyed. Go out caressing the skin. Had them great big hands kissing all on her shoulder. He had them moving man hands. Yeah. <laughs> Picking, flipping, taking whole rugs down by itself down the steps. Picking up arm walls and <laughs> moving entertainment centers. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, this boy powerful. So he finally got intimate over the weekend, and Lord have mercy, it was everything she hoped for. And right after she said everything I hoped for, period, but then it got tricky. Oh, they laying up in the, in the afterglow. They laying in bed just like usual, just rubbing on me. And he kept talking about how much he loved my skin. Then he whispered to me, I just want to fuck you. Mm. Now, she giggled, turned, because she wanted to say yes to this. That's what the giggle was about. <laughs> and turned and looked at him, thinking he wanted to go for round two. No, no. Now, you was hoping that he was talking about what you thought he was talking about. That what, that what the giggle was for. But then he said to me, no, I literally want to eat you. <laughs> I looked at this man, and I asked him to repeat himself. Because you know what? If that's what you really want to do, just go and say it to me. But I don't know what you mean by literally. So I asked him to repeat himself. He said that he fantasizes about eating a part of a woman's body and it's a big fetish that he's not been able to live out yet. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, you need to be sitting up in the bed. <laughs> you need to sit up. You need to start eyeing his ass because this, this is going somewhere else. Yeah. And then he elaborated that overseas... It's a big thing where a man would take part of a woman's buttocks and eat it. <laughs> wow. What? Now, I don't know where in this letter you kept typing, <laughs> but this would have been a hard letter to type. You want to eat what? I don't know who this sister is, but this conversation with you want to eat, you want to take, you want, you going to cut who ass? <laughs> Hold up, hold up, hold up. In words, you're crazy. <laughs> he said he was fascinated by cannibalism since he was young, but this is just a fetish and nothing serious. So I need to know if this is really just a fetish or should I run before it's too late? What the hell did you just ask us? Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out if this is a fetish. A man just told you that he wanted to... A slice of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 you know, you know, like it's cheese, <laughs> or, or, or like, or, 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 or like you just a ham, a honey bake sitting up on the table. You just want a slice of your ass, cause now he's not talking about this overseas. Now he been rubbing on your skin now. Now mm. oh, I love the texture. Now. I, he said he'd been fascinated by cannibalism since he was young, but this just a fetish and nothing serious. 
Now, here, here go the cold part right here. So I need to know if this is really a fetish or should I run for it's too late? Have you ever heard of such? I'm falling for this guy, but I don't want to end up with my butt in a frying pan. Hmm. Okay, so what is you typing for? <laughs> now, you might be falling for this guy, but you ain't going to be able to fall on your ass because he going to be the lady. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna wake up one night numb. You ain't gonna know what's going on, and he gonna be sitting over there with a plate with some hot sauce. Yeah, and gonna have a napkin around his neck. Baby, what you eating? <laughs> now he done numbed you while you sleep. <laughs> you wake up, your little booty just tingling. You don't know half <laughs> of it. It's over there on that damn plate. <laughs> Uh, sitting over there got some hot sauce and he just chewing your ass and wow. you don't even know it. Your stupid behind talking about have you ever heard of such a thing? Hell no, oh. we black people. Yeah. What? What? Hell no, we black people. <laughs> now at first the letter was kind of sexy. <laughs> he he hell. Get out. He talking about taking a slice of your ass and you done wrote <laughs> into us. And you sitting up in here, I don't want to end up with my butt in a frying pan. What you think you gonna do? <laughs> so you gonna crazy. have your little biceps in there and everything else. Uh, like a little thigh meat now. All right, look, we so gotta- stupid ass, um, get rid of this food. We gotta let the people know that they can email or Instagram us their thoughts. Don't email us nothing like this again. On the, on the Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Or check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. The Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Unc and Neff are here. Uh, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. So you guys, uh, you, Unc and Neff, have some grilling tips for us, time some barbecue for the grill. tips. It's time for Some it. rules and all of that. Okay. Yeah. Let's get started. What you got? Unc, do you clean your grill? Uh, not that much. I really just, I really just brush off the residue. From the last time, let it right? Fall into the flame, yeah. Exactly. But I don't clean the grill completely. What do you, mean you don't clean the you grill. You don't. You once that heat cook. hit it, once no. that heat hit See, it. See, I put the, I put that grill over that fire. Fire kill all germs. Oh. And you just scrub but it I, off. You got the little. Scrub. But it leaves. I take my steel brush and clean it. But I want that seasoning in there. There you do. Now walk me through this. Walk me through marinating a slab of real. Now, marinating a slab of ribs for me is very simple because you can do it overnight, but it's not necessary. Okay. Uh, I do like a 35, 45-hour-long process. But first thing I do, I go down to Walmart, and they got this thing that can peel the skin off the back of the ribs. Oh, the fat that's part. That's the first thing. That little, that little thin layer of yeah. skin that, that's real chewy, uh-huh. I takes that off. Mm. See I peel that off. Keep going. I'm listening. Because this is how you really get your meat to taste right. You take that skin off that's on the bone side of the rib. Mm-hmm. Why are you that so little... serious? I know. It's a, I'm like, it's, it's, it's a serious thing. It's serious. It's time to get this. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm in class. Yeah. I know. Go yeah, ahead. and you should be. really do it. She ain't taking no notes. Uh, Come on. It's all in my head. Show non-cooking. <laughs> I only use a dry rub. That's all I use. Okay. And I have a special dry rub that I use. 
right. So you put that on. How long? You just let that sit? I, I, now, first, I got my fire outside going. Right. But I prefer the big green egg. That's what I got. Yes, sir. That's the best way. Then once I get that coals down there, I pull them to three-quarter side of the grill because I got the big one. And I leave a fourth of the grill with no coal under it. I pull all the coal forward, so I'm only on three-fourths of the grill. Got that back Just side. in case my meat get to going a little hot, I got a little cool spot I can push the meat to. Got Keep it from direct heat in cooking. Then when I shut the lid down, I monitor the, the dampers and the drafts on it to keep it around 275, 250. That's good cooking temp right there. Okay. 250, 275. That's what you okay. want. Okay. Got that green egg in there. Now, I rub my meat with this dry rub. I take it out there and I set it on the grill, rib side down. Mm-hmm. Rib side down at 275, and I shut it. All right, what? Steve, um, we should take a pause here because um, we only have a few seconds. We'll come right back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, I rub my meat with this dry rub. I take it out there and I set it on the grill, rib side down. Mm-hmm. Rib side down at 275, and I shut it. Okay. 55 minutes later. Come on. Take them off. I open the lid. And you can start eating baby back. That fast? Yes, sir. That's all it takes. Do you ever, do you ever wrap yes, yours sir. in fall? No, I do not. Okay. You've seen that process, though, right? I've seen it. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You put them but on I for... But you can put them on for about 45... What, about 30 minutes, and then take them off, wrap them, put them back on, and let them cook the rest of the way in the fall. That's yeah, the see, thing. I don't wrap my meat. <laughs> well, is there a problem with wrapping your meat? I mean... I mean, he sounds so it ain't the same. Yeah. bad about it. I'm just saying it ain't the same. What, what'd you say, Sherry? I'm yeah, just, you rap it's you a good, it that's a legitimate same. rap. Say it, say it again, Yeah, Sherry. but it's not the same. The way she said it, though. Come on. Nah, I, I felt like I was going the wrong way. <laughs> I, I bailed out of this. This, this, was, this was turning into something else. And Tommy but, was just uh, taking you there, too. <laughs> yeah, but 55 to 57 minutes mm-hmm. on one side. I never flip the meat. Right. Really? I never flip it. Because what happens is when you cook it just bone side down, you know, ain't no meat on the bone side of the rib, see? But oh. what it does is it seals it real nice. And it keeps the meat real juicy because you put a sear on the bone side. And then the smoke and my wood chips cook the meat on the top. So why do people flip their meat? I mean, I see that well, all the you time. Know, I, I mean, my brother flip his meat. My daddy flip so his well, meat. I just burn, don't. Huh? I just don't. Because mm-hmm. it's not necessary. And you get, a, you get a real tender piece of baby back. I do this now. I'm trying yeah, to man. Now, what, now here's you can ask anybody that didn't have my ribs. Now. Here's what a lot of people don't. Perfect. Know. This, now you did turn me on to something that was good. That lump coal. I, n- I never knew nothing about that. That's coal. the only thing I mess with. That's that's uh. Now what's that? That's that's like wood that's already been burnt before. You lump know? coal. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. And you know when it, they have uh forest fires. Yeah. All them charred trees. Uh huh. That's what it is. That's perfect for barbecue. Lump coal. Oh, yeah, Central Market got perfect. the best the best of it. 
I bet you a lot of fellas are listening. Central Market. Mm-hmm. Grocery store. It's made by Central Market. Well, they bag it up is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, the, yeah, it's it's all the same, but Green Egg has a good version that's usually the most burned. Okay. Green Egg? You know, because you can see some of the wood in some of them. You ain't never seen the green eggs, sure? The smoker, sure. It's a barbecue pit. Not actually green eggs and ham. Girl, I'm God, like, this, this, this is too much. Yeah, you need to just <laughs> sit down and wait till I'm dinner ready. Not only can she not cook, she don't even know, <laughs> she the, don't even know. the brands of appliances <laughs> and smokers. So why are we eating green eggs at the barbecue? <laughs> she is browning oh, up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Upset, though. That's one of your eat. sides. <laughs> What's your ribs she green eggs? Like, you making ribs and green eggs? Okay. All right. Go on, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we learned a lot grilling with Steve. Man, he I know I done. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve and Tommy. Tommy's a good griller. Too. Yes. He can cook. I give credit yeah, with credit. He do. Thank yeah. you, sir. I will yeah. be grilling this weekend. I won't be yeah, eating. He's a bad boy out there on that grill. I won't be eating red meat, but I'm going I'm to have salmon all on it. Oh, yeah. Did you know that, Steve? He doesn't eat red meat anymore. Not anymore. I'm just taking a break. Oh, okay. Oh. Now, do you make your own sauce, your own barbecue sauce, or do you buy it yes. or what? I, I got two barbecue recipes. Give me one. There's a barbecue sauce called Old George Tea. I don't know about that. I like sweet Just find beans. Old George Tea barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Got okay. an old black dude. They got honey, oh. mm-hmm. bourbon, maple. I use two bottles of that. Have you tried Sweet Baby Ray? Sweet Baby Ray. Oh, I had plenty of that, but it's Good. it's it's all right. If you want the best jar barbecue sauce that you ain't got to do nothing to, Williams Brothers. Williams Brothers barbecue sauce is the one where you ain't got to do nothing to it. Okay. Let me see what he. And it's better than Sweet Baby Ray's. I'm telling you, Tom. Okay. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are. Uh, we're back with these barbecue grilling tips from Unc and Neff. All kinds of barbecue tips you guys are, are giving us. Just dropping all kinds of barbecue But you're not knowledge. taking no, no notes and soaking in no knowledge, though. Why? Because you need... Okay. Now, let me tell you what you ought to get. What? Old Mule. Old Mule. Old Mule. Old Mule barbecue sauce. Y'all don't know, man. Y'all don't know nothing about the country. Uh-uh. That's some slavery sauce. Yeah. Lay's <laughs> Old Mule. Oh my Mule sauce. <laughs> Shirley Caesar made this sauce. Lay's. <laughs> he mad. He mad. <laughs> I don't know how to know about no damn barbecue. <laughs> what? Old Mule. Yeah. Yeah, you it's can't. got a brown label on it and a picture of a mule here. <laughs> Is Harriet Tubman next to the mule? Listen to me. I'm trying to help y'all weekend out. Y'all don't know this type of stuff. Dog, I've been experimenting with this stuff. I done bought every barbecue sauce there is from Kraft on up. Okay. I'm yeah, telling you with who got the best damn barbecue sauce. Williamson Brothers. Old Mule and doctor it a little bit. Okay. Now, and that old Mule has got a little kick to it. That's why they call it Mule. Okay. Oh. Now, you want to cut the kick with a little brown sugar. All right. Mm-hmm. Cut that kick with just a little bit of brown sugar to taste. And then put a little mustard in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that works. A little mustard and a little brown sugar to taste, but have it simmered in a pot on low, so when you stir it, it blend the flavors in better. Okay. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, barbecue rules and regulations, we, part three, barbecue sauce we're talking about We're in now. the middle of the sauce right yeah. now. The whole time you add and taste it, add a little bit at a time, it go to your taste. Oh, Boom. When you get in there, but now let me tell you something. That old George T, that's, where, that's what you want to start with. Yeah. Can, I ask, you you Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? Is, is, is right. anything new? Cause you got old mule, old tea. <laughs> These is old ass sauces. <laughs> but if you say they work, I'm gonna try a couple of them this weekend. But you, I need something. That's, we got new mule. Modern new. new modern. <laughs> 1950s <laughs> mules. Y'all want good food or y'all what? What? Your, what y'all want? Y'all want, I want good food. food y'all want, yeah, I want, y'all want fancy food. ass name product. I want something before sit-ins, you know? <laughs> something after sit-ins. <laughs> All right, you know your uncle's good. You and it's Rufus Teague barbecue Rufus sauce. Teague. Rufus! Rufus? <laughs> it's Rufus Teague? You know, you know this old is dirt. <laughs> you got it. Now, my, my, my uncle. Hold on, let me Google I'm Rufus. I'm telling you, man, because I'm a barbecue dude. If you get the Rufus Teague, Rufus Teague barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. that's some of the best store-bought that you can buy. And if you learn how to mix them, uh-huh. I got a recipe, boy, with this Rufus Teague. Uh-huh. And I use two different Rufus Teagues. Mm-hmm. I send it to my daughter. My daughter asked me for it. Let me see if I can put and it. And look at the thing on the, on the bottom. It said, Rufus Teague made some sauce. That's what it says. That's the oh, slogan? That's, that's it? The slogan. Look at it. Rufus Teague made some slaw sauce. Okay. You damn right. Yeah. Now that that that's house of feel. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. <For> what? <laughs> See, y'all y'all need. That's that's you know feel. you know what time it gets since you on it though. My uncle did I'm make a burn up sack sauce. <laughs> Man. <laughs> no, uh, is Old that really tea. a stove called Williamson, barbecue bro. galore? No. Barbecue galore. No. No, yeah, man, no, it's not. It's barbecue it is, galore. Galore. What? What you say, Shannon? You little bullshit. It's galore. It's not galore. That's why can't cook. <laughs> now, do you have a brand like a smoky brand? Like, hey, we got to come back. Freedom sauce. <laughs> Freedom. Hey, come back. I just want you to free us before we leave. <laughs> you going to kill You don't get it. All right, we'll be back with our last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks about barbecue at 49 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. We're at our last break of the day before we um, head on into the uh, holiday weekend. Now listen, yeah. I know i do weekend. some inspirational stuff, but get your pens and papers out. Okay. I'm about to give you a recipe that you can make the bomb diggity barbecue sauce and everybody will be talking about it. Write this down for me, Tom. Girl. And then <laughs> the what you going to do? Diggity. You need Come on. And that's right, what I'm ready? calling. I'm yes, calling it the bomb diggity. We're Come on. Let's First go. of all, this is what you need. A half a cup of apple cider vinegar. Okay. You need six teaspoons of garlic powder. Level. Not too much. Just six level easy teaspoons of garlic powder. Got it. You need seven teaspoons of brown cane raw sugar. All right, all right. Not that, not that brown sugar that's matted together in the bag. Right, right. You want cane sugar crystallized. Mm. So you want seven teaspoons 
of brown cane raw sugar. You need one bottle of Rufus Teague Sweet Heat. You need one bottle of Rufus Teague Honey Sweet. Barbecue sauce, honey sweet. Okay. Fresh Market sells this. Barbecue Galore sells this. Just get to going round. I got it. Kroger, I've seen some Albertsons with it. Now, you blend all this together. Mm-hmm. Then I want you to take that empty bottle of Rufus tea. Yeah. Fill it up with water one and a half times. Okay. So fill up a bottle of Rufus tea, empty barbecue sauce, pour it in there, stir it. Put a half a bottle in there and stir it. One and a half. Simmer on low heat. And watch watch what the hell happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? All right, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me recap. Half a cup of apple cider vinegar. Yes, six, sir. Six teaspoons of garlic powder. Yes, sir. Seven teaspoons of brown cane raw sugar. Yeah. That's you important. Put, you can use a little bit more sugar. Okay. Just go to taste. Gotcha. All right. One bottle of Rufus Teague Sweet Heat. Yes, sir. One bottle of Rufus Teague Honey Sweet. Yes, sir. What is the theory? All right. Put all that, simmer all that, but before that, take a bottle and a half of water and pour that in there and simmer all Measure that. Measure it in them Rufus Teague bottles. Yeah. So, basically, let me try this one more time. Uh, we got a half a cup mm, of apple center, cider vinegar. Oh, yes, Lord. Sir. <laughs> and then we got six teaspoons of garlic powder. Six to be exact. Oh, Lord. Moving along. Seven teaspoons of brown cane raw sugar. Yes, sir. Seven completion. You got to keep it raw. <laughs> and then we got a bottle of the one and only Rufus, Rufus tea. Come on, Good God Almighty, <laughs> follow me now because I'm going somewhere. <laughs> and then we got a bottle <laughs> of Rufus tea, a honey sweet. Come on. Take all of that, put it in a pot, get it warm, and then you take that same bottle, that empty bottle of Rufus tea. Yes, sir. Fill it up with water. Yes, sir. Pour it in the pot. <laughs> get, you a, get you another half a bottle of water. Whoa, put it in that Rufus tea. <laughs> in now. Pour it in that pot. Yeah, all up in now. Stir that pot around. Yeah. Let it simmer. Yes, sir. Let it simmer. Well. Put it on low. Put the lid on it. And good God Almighty, you have what we call the bomb diggity barbecue sauce. Yes, sir. There it is. Amen. Amen. Let all the barbecue pits open. If you are not creative and do not want to follow that, Uh you just want to open up a jaw and try to find yourself some Williamson Brothers. Mm -hmm. Williamson Brothers barbecue sauce if you don't want to do nothing. Okay. After that, find yourself some bone-sucking sauce. <laughs> oh, man. That one scared me. Some of this going in the bedroom. I know that <laughs> Bone-sucking sauce. <laughs> man. <laughs> you yes! What? Barbecue sauce can go in there? Now, if you real lazy, what is that you call? Is it baby rays? Oh, sweet baby rays? Yeah. If you're just lazy and you don't want to make no sauce. We very good, if though. You follow, if you follow that recipe right there, though, you're going to love it. I'm finna do this, though. Watch me. You're going to love it. <laughs>
and, and I'm gonna video it and put it up Monday. Can I do that? Uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Over the holiday put it on weekend. My site. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Hey, Uncle, let me ask you, Uncle, when we down at the camp, mm-hmm. is that the same sauce she be having at the camp? No, nah, it makes a different one for the camp. Okay. He yeah. all into it. But you like it though, don't you? I love it. See, when I'm just doing all meat and no vegetables, no, I change my sauce. Oh. Because there ain't no sides at the camp. No. Well, wait a minute now. Then Tommy can't come because he's off meat right now. If Tommy came to the camp, he'd be in there. He can Tommy just ain't going to eat in, back, in, in, in the back of my cottage. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's he he's off meat right yeah. now, you know. Well, he be off meat right now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, not that week. Don't tell me I'm going to be back on it Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Sunday something tell me I'm going to yeah. be right back uh, on it. All this barbecuing <laughs> you're doing. That. If Tommy came to the camp, he'd be out there with the kids. <laughs> I done been to the camp. Yeah. The barbecue good at the camp. Man, Steve camp. makes it all. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fun up the sundown here on that grill, man. We waiting. That's all I do. We waiting. <laughs> all right, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, normally I do close with Mars, but we were talking about a subject that's dead on my heart, on the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you wasn't feeling that one, I do understand. But God bless you. Have a great weekend. And whatever you do, do them ribs <laughs> like they wants to get done. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 